This message is made available by the partners and friends of Breakthrough Miracle Life. Catch our live broadcast every Wednesday and Sunday on Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, and on internet radio at mixlr.com forward slash B-R-E-A-K-T-H-R-U. If we go to Romans 1.21, it says, Sinful men that could not worship God as their God because they failed to picture Him as their God. That takes me back to the person who was having trouble praying. The problem is very simple. When they picture God, their whole relationship with God and their whole idea of God He is not yet Lord over their lives. He is not yet powerful enough to deliver them. And because of that, they struggle to worship Him. They struggle to pray to Him. Because the entire time when they are kneeling down to pray, they are just thinking, so immediately after here, I am going to try and talk to uh, Brother Festo to see whether he can connect me to that guy who he said he knew. Eh? So you are not believing God, you are just, your mind is resting, your mind is running to see how am I going to get myself out of this situation. For many of us we struggle to pray simply because our whole idea of God is this guy who is supposed to give us a ticket into heaven. That is all that is doing for us. So we, the whole reason why we leave all these scriptures, the whole reason why we the whole reason why we come in this tent is just to make sure that when he finally comes, we can enter heaven. But he's not Lord over our lives. He does not decide what you are going to do today. He's not deciding what you are not doing. You are deciding for yourself. And then you are thinking to yourself, what is the least I can do and still get into heaven? Because for you, your whole idea of God this is my ticket. To what? Into heaven. Today I just came to talk to us about the power of imagination. And in many cases now when I speak imagination, there is a whole group of people who start thinking, okay, yeah, imagination. When I imagine myself, I picture myself as the prince of Uganda or as the prince of Buganda. You are not born into the the royal family. How are you exactly going to become the prince of Buganda. Hmm? So, you struggle simply because for you every time they say the power of imagination, you start to what? To fantasize. You start to build castles. There is a difference between what we talk about when we talk about the power of imagination and fantasy. Fantasy is when you are, it's still imagining, even fantasy is imagining, but in fantasy, you are imagining things which are not about to happen. They are not about to happen. Imagination, the imagination we mention here, is you are either picturing something that has not yet happened. For example, a person who is pursuing a degree, they are picturing themselves graduating and getting a job. It is going to happen. It is possible to happen. Everything that is required for it to happen is available. All they have to do is put in the work. All they have to do is ask God to guide them, to give them the grace, to give them the provision, and they will be able to get to that goal or that target. The other sort of imagination is picturing things that are not present. You are here and you are able to picture what is happening, what is at your house. You are able to picture the door, the window, the setting of the table imagination and today I am here to tell us that one of the reasons why we are struggling, one of the reasons why we are praying and not seeing what we are praying for is simply because we have not yet gotten ourselves to a point where we picture ourselves in that thing that we are praying for we are not seeing ourselves there you are praying for it you wake up, you shander you do all these things, you read the word, you believe it, but every time you picture yourself, you just picture yourself failing, you just picture the landlord chasing you out of the house so we are praying for the provision 
But clearly, that provision, every time we are praying for the provision, you are just looking around and saying, okay, I think I need to talk to Brother Hillary right after service, so that at least he gives me one month and I cover myself a bit as I look for the next opportunity. You have not yet managed to picture yourself in God's provision. That is the very reason why we continue as the Muslim by labors to send out job opportunities. He labors to send out job opportunities every now and then. I talk to people and say, okay, there's that job opportunity. It looks like you can handle. Did you apply? No. Why didn't you apply? Ebert Musumba. Of all the people. How will they? How would they choose me of all the people? Why would they of all the people consider me? <laughs> Hallelujah. Eh? You send people. It's what? It's UN. Musumba, that one, all the Bazungu are applying. All the people in Kenya, all the people in Africa are applying. Why would they consider me? My question today is, why wouldn't they consider you? What is the problem with you? Maybe if you can explain to us what, what the problem is with you, we would stop pushing you. We shall leave you alone and say that one. For that one... God decided that these things are not here. Maybe there are things you are not telling us. Huh? Because, I mean, if we are following the same word, then surely you are at more of an advantage than all these other people you are looking at. If we are really more than conquerors, then you are able to conquer this situation. How are you more than a conqueror when you have never conquered anything? How are you going to conquer it if you can't see yourself? conquering that situation because you need to see yourself conquering the situation before you can actually conquer the situation eh? you keep reminding us how he that is in you is greater than he that is in the world and then after that you are asking us whether we have connections to I don't know where you are reminding us how you don't have any connections in that company but if he that is in you is greater than he that is in the world what other connection do you need Hallelujah. Amen. 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 I want us to read in Psalms uh, 103, starting from verse 12 to 14. And it says, As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Like a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. For he knoweth our frame. He remembereth that we are dust. I like how God recognizes that for us, it all comes down to the mind. If we can't picture something, we shall not understand it. So continuously, God, when he's communicating to us, he tries to relate to us from things we understand, from things we do every day. Eh? That's why every time when he's talking, he's talking of the farmer, he's talking of your father, because he knows if you don't understand the relationship between you and your father, then how are you going to understand the relationship between you and your God? So he wants you to try and understand and see that if your God, because I see situations where someone is there uh, being told, uh, so for this situation you are in, uh, bring 50,000 and we shall pray for you and you shall receive your healing. But picture, your, and so they have put God in that very box that I need to first of all find an appropriate seed, eh? a big enough seed, then God will be able to find me a job. So someone goes and borrows money to be able to do what? To sow the seed and get the job. But ask yourself, your father, or if you're a father, would you ever tell your child that, ah, no, I've noticed you're fallen in the ditch. I've located you, no problem. So all you have to do is send me some 20k and I'll send down a rope and pull you out. If your father cannot do that, why are you expecting your father in heaven to do that? Considering the fact that he loves us a lot more than our earthly fathers. Because when you listen to some of our stories, the things our earthly fathers have done, eh? I think some of them, if it wasn't for the grace of God, they wouldn't, be, they wouldn't deserve to be called our fathers. 
But you can see that continuously when God is relating to us, when he's communicating to us, he tells us these things so that we are able to picture in our minds. And when you see the final verse, the verse 14, it says, For he knoweth our frame. He knows how we understand. He knows that if we cannot picture it, if we don't see ourselves in a certain situation, we shall never get into it. You cannot go where your mind has not been. For you to come to service today, you had to picture it yesterday and say, tomorrow I'll go to church. This is what I'll put on. If you have not pictured yourself in a certain situation, you are never going to get into that situation. The person who is committing a certain sin has to have, you you have to first conceive it in your mind. You have to see yourself lying to Solomon. Then thereafter, you go ahead and what? It doesn't matter how fast you are able to do it. Still at the end of the day, you have developed the ability in which you can instantly think and say, this is what I should tell him. And then immediately you, eh, you flow in your, eh, in your gift of lying. You see? But you first picture yourself you first picture yourself doing that thing. Then you go ahead and do it. That is why when Jesus is communicating to us, he's telling us that it is not committing the crime that is the sin. It is just you thinking about it. Because once you think it, you're going to do it. Hmm? And that's why they are continuously telling you that don't, don't allow your mind to dwell on certain things which are not godly. Because it all starts by you, by the idea dropping in your head. After the idea drops in your head, you start coming up with ways to steal your neighbors, whatever it might be. But it all starts with what? The idea. You look at his pain or whatever it might be. And then you start to come up with a plan. And the weird thing is, This very gift was actually meant for good. It was meant for good. It was meant that God puts an idea in your heart. And once that idea comes in your heart, then your mind would start to draw a map on how to get to that. But instead, we have come up with very evil ways on how to use this gift We are coming up with ways on how to snatch your neighbor's thing, on how to lie to the other person, on how to to manipulate your neighbor. And we have advanced in such ways. And that's why I was talking about the person who now has gotten to a point where they can lie instantly. They can't even, they have gotten to a point where they don't even see themselves thinking about it because it happens at light speed. Hallelujah. The power of imagination. You need to see yourself. You need to see yourself in whatever it is that you want to be in. Wherever you are or wherever you are not, it all comes down to your imagination. When you read that word, is it just a story? Or do you actually see yourself as a conqueror? Do you actually see yourself as a son of God? Or you have just mastered all these scriptures? You can recite them just like that. You know all of them. But you have never connected with them. Do you see yourself as a child of God? Do you see him fighting for you? Because until you see him fighting for you, you will fight for yourself. You will always come up with the plan B and your plan B will be your plan A. Even as you are telling us, you are waiting on God. Hmm? You are actually devising ways to sabotage the process, to bypass. You are looking for who you can pay to get you to the front of the line. Because under normal circumstances, you don't see yourself in that position. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hmm? So we need to start to picture ourselves in whatever it is, whatever God has communicated to you, whatever He has put on your heart. 
And many of the times, the reason why you are finding it hard to picture yourself in that place, it is simply because you have read one scripture, one scripture like this, and you are expecting to stand on that one scripture to counter all the wrong things you have had. You spend the whole week having these discussions on how it is impossible to get a job in Kampala. And you expect that this one scripture is going to counter all those wrong discussions you have had. Some of you just need to change some of your friends. You don't have to delete them. Okay, some of them you actually need to delete them totally. But you need to reduce the level of discussions you have with them. Because after you have fed on all that, all your imaginations are towards that direction. Hmm? We are praying for healing, but have you even ever pictured yourself healed? Or every time you picture yourself, you picture people feeling pity for you, feeling sorry for you, eh? giving you money because of the situation you are in. Eh? You picture yourself going to government and collecting a, a, little, a little something because you are in this position that you are in. Hallelujah. Do you picture yourself healed? In the place where I come from, uh, in, the, uh, in, in, um, in Geneva where I stay, sometimes I forget and say where I come from, yet I come from here. <laughs> Some people, <laughs> this is where I come from, the other ones where I stay. I look at some people who have decided they don't want to work. The reason why they don't want to work is they are able to get finances from government because they don't have a job. So now every time they think of getting a job, they see themselves losing this little money which they can get without working. So you find someone cannot believe God for better because he's comfortable he knows this little money little as it is it is able to cover his needs and for him that's enough for them you find a person I remember uh, Musumba prayed for a person and the challenge now became now I am healed but I get a monthly pay from government now Next month, what am I going to do? Basically, what they are saying, eh? give me back my thing, because I need it to continue. So some of us enjoy the places where we are. You enjoy when everyone comes and pays attention to you. Everyone is opening for you that door, Aunt Mnange, you who is sick. You who is not well. Everyone is checking on you. Hi, how are you doing today? Because the, the week when you are sick, eh, you have all your family members calling you and checking on you, visiting you. Now because of that, you are not so sure whether you want to get out of this situation. So yes, you are praying, you are what? But you are picturing yourself enjoying this situation that you are in a little longer. And we are wondering, Musumba is praying and wondering, why isn't the thing getting broken? The thing is not getting broken because we have decided, ah, ah, this is a good place. Hmm? This is a good place where I am. For some of us, it's, we believed God at one point for something. And we were disappointed, it didn't work out. And when it didn't work out, your brothers laughed at you, your friends laughed at you, as in you are embarrassed. And ever since then, you have decided to be contented with where you are. You don't want to over push yourself because you are fearing that you will be disappointed again. You are fearing that they will laugh at you again. So you are not stretching your faith. Every time you picture yourself, you are like, yeah, I think I am okay where I am. There are people who are worse than me. Eh? Me at least I am here, there are people who didn't wake up. <laughs> yes, that one we ought to, pray, to praise God for. But we ought to also stretch our faith. Yes, things may not have worked out the last time you believed God for something. But the one thing I can assure you of, 
In most cases, the shortfall was not on God. The shortfall was on your side. So, instead of you saying, but this God, instead of you saying that, try to find out, what could I have done better? What could I have done better? When you fail an exam, what do you do? You go, you revise, you read again, you prepare afresh, and you go and attempt the exam again. How come for the things of God we do one attempt and we move on? You do one attempt and you write off that pastor and you say, this one. <laughs> this area, Tajisobola Burundi. You see, the problem is, in most of the cases, we move in extremes. When we say now we are going to believe God, we just, instead of stretching our faith, we just break our faith. We believe God for something which clearly, you are not yet at that level. Eh? They tell you believe God for some transport means. Instead of believing God for a scooter, you are believing God for a Mercedes Benz 2021. <laughs> you see, you start to tell all your neighbors, all your friends, what? Eh? You start talking to your landlord, telling him, I need parking for my car, please give me a slot. Eh? But you haven't even believed God for a bicycle. How is that stretching your faith? Eh? You see, when you are in the gym and you are picturing yourself carrying 60 kgs, eh? you don't go to the machine and load 60 kgs. That's not how we believe God for carrying what? 60 kgs. You start where you are. You add a little. Eh? If you can carry 5, start with the 5, then carry 10. You see? Move to 20 until you move to what? To 60. Eh? So don't start by praying for the cancer patient. Let's first pray for a headache. Let's first get that one sorted. Yeah? Then let's stretch the faith a little. And pray for someone with malaria. Yeah? But for you, you straight away, as soon as you go through one sermon, one sermon on believing God, you ask, show me the dead people. Let's go to the mojah. Hmm? You see, and then you say, God disappointed me. God did not answer my prayer. He says it clearly according to your faith. Not according to his faith, according to your faith. You see, you can't go beyond what you know. And what do you know? The amount of what you know and how, how much of it has been revealed to you. Because yes, it is true, some of you know a lot of word, but it has not yet been revealed to you. You just know it, you have crammed all those verses. But they don't mean a thing to you. You see, when that situation comes, when you should be saying, he that is in me is greater than he that is in the world, you just say, mama, nyaba, and you go running. Eh? You just start panicking, calling Hidare, Hidare, if you don't help me, I'm finished today, I'm dead, I am dead, they are going to finish me today. I thought you are more than a conqueror. This is why people are laughing at us, by the way. Because from Monday to Wednesday, you are busy posing on everyone how for you are more than a conqueror. As soon as the smallest challenge comes, Let's picture ourselves. Let's use our... You see, the problem with this imagination, it can work for you, or it can work against you. Hmm? I've seen many people who... Uh, so you, you can find, for example, a couple. They live together for so many years. Yes, they get sick, they get healed, like that. On and off, their situations come, they challenge them, they get back on the road. But then, unfortunately... When one of them passes away, the other unusually passes away not so long after that. Because suddenly, it hits them that, eh, 
death is actually here. They start to picture themselves dead. So how are you seeing yourself? When you are sick, are you busy picturing yourself dead? Or are you picturing yourself alive and well? Hallelujah. And this, sometimes, sometimes we also set ourselves up for an impossible task. You spend the whole week feeding yourself with all the bad news in Kampala. Your favorite show is what? Agatha Lee You see, and after watching that, you watch the one of NBS, you watch the one, you know all the bad things that are happening. (laughs) By the time you wake up the following day, you are convinced it is impossible to chisoboka. Some of these things, we ought to cut them out. We ought to cut out some conversations. If you know that this, this group of people, every time we meet for pork or whatever it is, we just discuss all the things that are going wrong. All the things that can't work. That group, eh, you need to separate yourself from them. Some things you ought to just stop watching. I don't watch news, but I don't believe there is anything that has ever passed me by that is important. If it is important, you will know. You don't have to be the one who informs everyone. Because I know, some of you just want to be the ones to be the first one. To inform everyone else. You don't have to be the one who informs everyone of what is happening. Hmm? You don't have to. Because these things are informing our imaginations. So yes, you are reading the word every morning for 30 minutes. Then the entire day, eh, you are feeding on all these other things. And you expect to imagine yourself and to picture yourself getting out of that situation. Hallelujah. We need to be feeding ourselves with the right things. Cut out some things. Feed on the word. Because yeah, people are busy now. People are going through the Bible. They are supposed to be going through the whole Bible. And they will get through the entire Bible. In the same time, they are going through all, they are feeding themselves with all these other things. So, the things in the world are more real to them than the word they are reading. Hallelujah. Some of the times, it is us trying to do the very same things which everyone else is doing and expecting to have different results from what those people are having. You want to come and pray for the same 20 minutes that everyone is praying. You want to read the word for the same 15 minutes that everyone is reading. But for you somehow, you believe that God is going to use the same amount of word to give you a double portion. And then you complain, ah, but that God, I believed him the other time and I didn't see anything. If you are doing the same as everyone else, you will see the same results as everyone else. (laughs) Hallelujah. So, you need to be ready to do more. Even as you are picturing yourself getting to that higher level, even as you are stretching yourself, also invest more time. So that your revelation increases. So that your knowledge increases. Hallelujah. Invest more time. But if you are doing the bare minimum, and and because these days we have all sorts of things we say, eh? when they tell you you need to read the word more, you start saying, aha, now you see, he's in works. But the problem is, it is that word that you ought to sow, 
And that word is what is supposed to bear fruit. Now, if you don't have the word in the first place, what are you sowing? For you, you are just telling God, you are waiting on that car. But what have you sowed? You have to sow the word, and the word has to bear fruit. How are you picturing yourself in that place of prosperity? Other than you having all this Christianese and being able to know what to tell us when we ask you, how are you doing, Brother Solomon? Eh? Exactly. I'm blessed, as the sisters said it. But as soon as you cut the corner like this, you start lamenting and complaining. Hmm? You see, we ought to use our imagination. We do use our imagination every day, but we need to use it the right way. I mean, for you to be able to leave this place and go back to your home, you use your imagination. Because you are supposed to draw out a plan of where you are going. You are supposed, in your head, you know that I'm going to get to Mango, then I'll take this route, then I'll go down, then I'll go up, until you get to your place. You are using your imagination. But we need to use our imagination to our advantage. We need to use our imagination to get us further in the spiritual. Because whatever you have not seen in the spirit, you are not about to see it in the physical. That's just how it is. I'm sorry to say, I wish there was an easier way to tell you. But that's just how it is. Hallelujah. So we ought to just work on that, build on it. How do you picture yourself? How do you see yourself? When Apostle says all these things, when Musumba says all these things, do you, do you start imagining that's the word for your neighbor or do you see that word for yourself? Do you see it as the, the, those ones, those ones who are at that level? Or do you picture yourself in that? Yes, it might not be happening the, fo- the following day. But once you start to picture yourself in that place, you start to move towards your, that place. When you picture yourself at home, do you just translocate and fall the other side? When you picture yourself going home, you start going home. It's not like the next second you are home. Okay, I've had some people who claim, I don't know how true that is, that they are able to move through walls and translocate from one place to another. I am still enjoying using the road, <laughs> looking at the trees as I go. Eh? When we go to heaven, then we can start doing all those other things that people want to do. Until then, we can enjoy the, the cars, the road, the views, the breeze. So, don't expect that when you see yourself graduating, you are going to graduate the next month. No. Seed, time, and then harvest. You will sow your time. There will be a time period, and then you will harvest. But for you, you want to see it next month, and when it doesn't come, you say, ah, but this God. Eh? It's either God, or the man of God, or that church. It's everything else but you. Hmm? It is everything else but you. So, Let's start to work on ourselves. Picture yourself, where do you want to be? I mean, when you're building a house, what happens? You first of all, picture the house that you want to see. Then you draw up plans. Then you show those plans to the builders. Then you start to achieve the thing that you wanted to set up. Before we know it, the building is up. 
In some of these things, you might need to go a bit extreme and you, might, you, you need to be ready to, for your friends to call you a bit odd, a bit abnormal. Eh? When you are in your house alone, which you have believed God for, and now you are believing God to furnish it, eh? you ought to draw out and know, okay, this is where the couch is going to be. This is where the table is going to be. And the next time you are moving through your house, don't, don't cross the couch. Walk properly. Bypass the table. Picture yourself in that house with all that furniture. Eh? Sometimes when they are telling you, ah, vugemoto, vugemoto, some of you are saying, tuliko. They are trying, they are pushing and trying to get you to picture yourself. Because until you picture yourself driving that car, it is not about to happen. That is why some of you have been apparently believing God for cars for all this entire time, but you don't even have a driving permit, but you are also believing God for a car. The fact that you have never even ventured out to get the permit you can afford is a clear indicator that you just enjoy telling us things to, to soothe our minds and tell us, yeah, brother so and so, eh? sister peace is on it, achikuti. But the fact of the matter is, every time you picture yourself, eh, you either picture yourself being given a lift, or you picture yourself in a tax. Hmm? That is all. Anytime you picture yourself getting rent, you just picture brother so and so calling you up and saying, I have 200k for you here. You never picture yourself finding a job and being able to be the one to make a call to someone else to tell them, I have 200k for you here. How are we using our imagination? The people who fear in the house, why do they fear in the house? Hallelujah. Because they picture themselves being eaten by all those things they have watched in those movies. They just picture that the door being broken that night. And by the way, why are they picturing the door being broken that night? In Kula Ambiro, they attacked five houses. So now they are just picturing the guy coming in. Anytime the wind is blowing and the castic falls on the roof, they are coming in now. You start shandering in tongues. Why are you shandering in tongues? You are seeing them entering. By the way, why is it that it's very easy for us to use our imagination eh? in wrong situations? But every time we try to push you towards this side, you resist. You have two parents. Yes, the doctors say, apparently, if one of your parents had high blood pressure, then most likely you prepare yourself for what? For high blood pressure. But if your mother did not have high blood pressure, why aren't we following that side? (laughs) You are picturing yourself following the other side, and that one is easy. Eh? You don't have to follow any scripture. You don't have to what? It just comes naturally. Yeah? You start preparing yourself for that. Hmm? As we read the word, let's not just rush through. Don't just be there saying, uh-huh, today we have what? Eh, today there are three chapters. At least yesterday there were two. Now there are three. And each of them has how many? 58 verses you, you don't have to read all the three chapters read portions and try to imagine yourself in that situation try to picture yourself in that time try to picture yourself in that very situation that is being described 
But you simply want to quickly get through the three chapters so that the next time you can come and tell us how you finish that part of the story. You can know 50 verses and someone knows one verse and they have more results than you do. Because for them, they are one verse. eh? They have dwelled on it, they have studied around it, they have looked for all other verses around that and they have understood that one area. And I believe this is the very reason why sometimes they tell you, "Ah, ah, that man of God, if you need uh, a miracle a, a miracle of healing that is the one if you need so we have gotten to a point where we believe that that is how god operates for some people are uh-uh, just miracles of healing for this one financial breakthrough only only but it's in many cases it's simply that even that man of god somehow focused more on the area of what of healing so they know more about the area of healing than the area of finances. We ought to be balanced. Study all the areas. Don't just focus on one thing. Because some of us have just decided it's either you are reading self-help books or you are reading just the, the... verses on prosperity so what happens when you get sick you have nothing or when someone approaches you and they are asking you to pray for them to get healed you have nothing in that area so even ones which don't look like you need them immediately also those read them because remember the Holy Spirit is supposed to remind you but he can only remind you of things you have come across before How are you going to remember things you have never come across? Hmm? And then we are picking and choosing, you are choosing and saying, "Ah, ah, ah, for me, I want this one, the other one, and the other one. When you are reading the word, you pick and choose. Everything is working for my good. But have you read two scriptures before that and see what it's... And in the end, since you are praying about that situation that you are going through, it is going to work out for your good. But you skip those two verses and you start down. And for you, already before you do anything, before you pray in tongues, things are already working for your good. And then you are wondering why they are not working for your good. When you are reading also, try to get context so that when you visualize yourself in that situation, you can be able to visualize yourself properly because you understand the context. How are you able to pitch yourself in that context if you are just reading one line and running with it? Hmm? So as you study the word, just try to stop and imagine. Imagine what the setting must have been like when Paul is describing a certain setting. Try to visualize it in your head. Try to think about it. Try to look up every other scripture about the same and just trying to try to put all that in one picture. I mean, the gospels describe one same story from different angles. So I imagine when you are reading them, you ought to read a portion here and then try to compare it with the other portion and the other portion to help you try to get the full picture. So that as you picture yourself in that situation, you have the entire picture and you can see all the corners. Instead, you are just seeing and Paul, it seems like Paul is saying that women should not be doing what? taking part in the church they shouldn't be preaching but you have failed to try and understand the context in which Paul was what? was operating because he did not want to go against the culture because if you go against the culture then which people are you going to what? to bring to Christ 
So instead of immediately ne- developing a negative attitude in all of them, he decided that ah, at least we can forego this for now. At least for you guys in your area. So the context matters. Understand the context. When you understand the context, it is much easier for you to picture yourself in that situation. It's much easier for you to apply that word to yourself. So don't be rushing to get to the end of the chapter. We are not getting prizes for finishing the Bible. God is not distributing uh, prizes or he's not, he's not rewarding us according to how many verses we know. Because the word is supposed to help us understand how to receive from God, how to connect with God. If you are truly born again, even if you don't know scripture, you still go to heaven. The only problem is, you'll probably go much earlier than they had planned. Because you have no clue on how to move through this world. You have absolutely no clue. For you are believing, ah uh-uh, ah, me I'm born again. So since I'm born again and I have prayed my prayer, it is now okay for me to drive at 180 on the highway. Huh? You simply don't know the word. The word. If you knew the word, you'd know to respect the speed what? The speed limits. Then you'd live longer in this world. Even worse, you might live longer with a broken leg and a broken hand. And eh? you see, you are living longer, yes, but you are struggling. But why are you struggling? Because you have decided for you, you will venture in this thing your own way. He's not going to fight with you. He will still admit you in heaven. But you will struggle through this world. Things will be tough. You'll get to heaven and you're blaming him and saying, yeah, but you said you'd be there. And he'll be saying, yeah, I was there. But my friend, you are doing your own thing the entire time. Hmm? So we ought to use our imagination to picture ourselves, to see ourselves the way God sees us. The only way you are going to be able to see yourself the way God sees you is number one, you ought to know the word. So that you can know how God sees you. Not so that God can say, aha, the other one has finished the gospels. Let us send a car. No, that's not how it works. You can be able to recite the entire gospel from beginning to end and still not get a thing. Because for you, they are just words you are reciting. It ought to be more than that. You have to get to a level where what you know about God, what you know of the word, trumps anything else you know. But if you are more convinced of the facts of the world, then how are you going to be able to imagine yourself above that? Hallelujah. So, let's work in that direction. Let's study the word. The key word is study, not read. I think we need to change the words. Eh? Hillary, don't say we are reading this portion. Now from today you are going to say we are studying this portion so that people can put in more time. So that they can write some notes as they read. So that they can put some emphasis. Eh? Otherwise, you are going to be asking us at the end of the year, I read through the entire Bible. I still have no job. I am still sick. 
nothing has changed in my life. Yes, you did read through the Bible, but did you pick anything? Did it change you in any way? Did it change your mindset in any way? Because all the word is supposed to do is redirect your mindset. From to getting to a point where you know whatever the situation is, you are able to get through it. You are not on your own. You don't need to be, I don't know, have what connection, be connected to who, know who, no. Hallelujah. So that you can get to a point where when you say job opportunity, you see yourself in that job. You see yourself doing it. You don't start calling all the people to find out, do you know anyone in Ministry of Finance, there's this job they have posted in the news. Hallelujah. Hmm? I remember I sent someone a job opportunity for my workplace. And when they called me, that's exactly the, what they asked me. Do you, so do you know anyone in HR who we can talk to? It's HR, HR, all they do is create the position. Then they have a recruitment company. The recruitment company is the one that is supposed to what? To recruit the person. So it doesn't matter even if you know the HR person. But we have God. He can speak for us where we are not. So all the connections you need, you already have. Just start picturing yourself in that job, in that position. Because it affects everything. It affects, when you go for the interview, it affects how you stand, how you speak, how you respond to the questions. How are you going to be bold if you are sure from the word go? You have already been beaten. You just want to go for that job interview so that you tell yourself that ah, I did my best. But you don't really believe you are going to get that job. Eh? Strongholds. For you, you put a limit, you put a ban, said for me. I can't go beyond this. Stretch your faith. Push yourself further. Hmm? Don't break yourself. Eh? From one level to another level. We all know where we are. So you all know that me, I ought to be moving from 5 kgs to 10 kgs. The one who is on 20 also knows that he's at 20 and he ought to be moving to, tw to what? To 25. Eh? Don't look at peace and say, I think this is the level where we are. We, we are. This is where we ought to be starting from. You're going to break yourself for nothing. For more information, call or WhatsApp 704 8989